Hello out there in podcast world. Today is another episode of Cause You Know You Know Me. And we're going to touch on a topic today that's common and well talked about throughout the whole world. And it's called surgery. Cosmetic surgery to be precise. A lot of people feel like because people go to have cosmetic surgery that they're fake or they, uh, how do you say, they don't know who or what they want to look like in life. And that's not the case. And I'm speaking from personal experience because I myself have had surgery. Um... Let's see where we where we where we will begin this topic of subject today. Mm, let's talk about tummy tucks. A lot of people have gone and got and and have gotten tummy tucks because of the fupa. Uh, a lot of people don't know what a fupa is, but it's the fat upper <laughs> area over your vajayjay, if I should say. Keeps it well protected and and warm in the wintertime, too. <laughs> if I can say that with you guys, I'm sharing. Sharing is caring. So, now, a lot of women decide that they don't no longer want that area. You know, when you sit down, you have it. It's, it's sitting on your lap. When you go in the shower, it's, it's there and you have to maneuver certain areas to wash certain areas. Sometimes that's not sexy for a female's point of from a female's aspect or point of view. Sometimes women look at themselves and it's not because of women that we do this. It's because of some men, not all men, some men look at these models and these celebrity women and think that they're so fabulous and amazing, but they cooch cooch stink just like everybody else. They have to wash and do everything else that us regular ladies have to do. So on that note, let's get back to our topic. You have to understand or be in a woman's shoes to understand where she's coming from as far as bettering herself as a female or a woman. And not bettering herself to look better in a man's eyes is to better herself so she can look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. And not because she hates herself because she's fat or voluptuous. No, because they are just as beautiful as well. But some people go as far as to get surgery so that they don't have to feel that way when they look in the mirror. Versus some women that look in the mirror and think that they are voluptuous and beautiful because of the stretch marks or the extra layer of fat. And I don't take that away from any woman. If you're fat, you're beautiful. If you're skinny, you're beautiful. If you're thicker than a <laughs> snicker, you're beautiful. I feel like we're all beautiful in our own way. And we have our own way of thinking of how we want to look in our own eyes. So that's why we go and do surgery. And like I said, it's, it's not to 
better ourselves to look good for another man is to look good for us to make ourselves look beautiful for us and a lot of people or a lot of I see a lot of women that downgrade other women because they went and had surgery or they say oh her ass is fake excuse me or her butt is fake but women okay you have different types of BBLs and Brazilian butt lifts, if I will say. And that's considered, all right, a lot of people go get butt implants. And that's not a BBL. A butt implant is artificial. It's when they take something, a, 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 a certain item and insert fluid into it and then insert it into your buttocks. That is artificial. But if someone takes fat from another part of someone's body and put places it somewhere else, that is not artificial. So some people need to broaden their way of thinking and try to not be so negative against other people and what they decide to do with their own money. Um, I feel like if you decided to go and put a penis on your forehead and pay for it, who am I to judge? If that's what you decided to go do, <laughs> go ahead. That's your money and that's what you decided to do with your money. You cannot downgrade someone because that's what they chose to do with their money versus breast implants versus BBL versus tummy tuck versus nose job whatever someone decides to do as far as their body is concerned that is them and i i blame a lot of um tv and uh uh how do you say uh, tv commercials all these things i blame all of these things for women wanting to change the way they look because if they didn't have these commercials that had these beautiful women in bikinis and showing their beautiful shapes. Other women wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, they say lead by example, but people see things and then they want that fabulous life, whether it be fake or not, because a lot of people don't realize pictures are not a person's real life. So just because you see a picture and they, they background and it looks fabulous and it may be fabulous that don't mean that their life is fabulous they may be in the same situation that you are anyway we're not going to talk about that today that's on another topic because you know you know me so we're going to get back to talking to this tummy tuck and bbl and nose jobs and all of that now i've had my breasts done and no, I didn't have anything artificially inseminated in, into me. I've had a reduction due to the fact of back problems, due to the fact of my shoulders looking horrible because of the bra pressing down and making indentations on my skin that's not sexy in a bathing suit, whether I decide to wear a bikini or not. I still want my skin to look good in the sun. Stretch marks and all. I don't care. I have that all. I have them all. But for me, I decided to do a breast reduction for health reasons. Other people may have decided to do it for whatever reasons they have. But at the end of the day, 
people have to stop being so judgmental and saying, oh, she's fake because she had her body done. No, you're fake because you're judging her for having her body done. Uh, because you didn't decide to go do this doesn't mean that that person is fake. That person could be the realest person on the earth. It can actually be an angel that you're entertaining. But instead of you being kind and finding out their story, you're being judgmental because they're telling you their story. Imagine if a person never told you that they actually did surgery. You would never know. But because of social media and all this Google life and how you can just Google anybody and see their information and where where they what they do in life and how much money they have and all of this stuff. It's it's the ultimate way of somebody to be judgmental towards you. I don't think that you should be judging anyone because you're not God. And because you know you know me, I'm going to tell it like it is. And I'm going to let you know that that's not the way of living. Yes, everyone has judgmental ways. Yes, everyone has an opinion, which I can't fault you on and nobody else can fault you on. You are entitled to an opinion. But keep your opinions to yourself. You don't have to go on someone's social media page and say, oh, you're fake. Oh, your butt is fake. Oh, your boobs is fake. Oh, you, your whole body is fake. Okay, you don't think that she knows that? You think that she has to have you stress that to her? And not that she's fake, but the fact that she's had surgery and you're being judgmental at the fact that she has surgery. That right there is totally unacceptable. But due to social media, that's how social fights get started and... Uh, people want to be, oh, I can say this to you and you can say back, say that back to me. But we're not going to get on that topic or subject because that's going to be another subject of social media fighting. Yeah, we're going to get on that one day this week. But let's continue talking about this surgery world and how people tend to just judge people during it. I'm going to um have interviews, but you know, I'm trying to get the feel for this podcast um world and I'm doing this on my own. So I ask you guys to bear with me and be patient with me and thank you in advance for listening to me and giving me the opportunity to be funny and emotional because we're all going to go through that. We're going to have crying days. We're going to have laughing days. We're gonna, This is a podcast where we're going to be, we're going to tell all about it. It's going to be all tell. I'm going to tell my secrets. I'm going to tell you, I'm, but it's going to be when you least expect it. <laughs> so now let's get back to our subject of today, which is surgery, cosmetic surgery. Um, like I was saying, as far as um, women and they, their choices. Oh, and don't forget, men have done surgeries as well. Um, I don't know of too many men personally that have done it, but I know um, celebrities like, you know, Safari, you know, he has done surgery. And I commend him for even speaking about it or 
talking on, on touching on that topic because some people, some men would never, ever, ever let it be known that they've had any type of sur cosmetic surgery, but he shared his information. And then I don't know how many people gave him backlash because he ha has done this. I feel like he did what he thought was best for him. Everyone has a choice in life and whatever you choose to do with yours is your choice. Whether it be have cosmetic surgery every month, whether it be have a beer and lay up and drink and watch TV and movies all day. I don't know how much money that's putting in your pocket, but you know, so be it. I can't judge you, but that's every everyone has their own choices in life. But I don't think that people should automatically downgrade people who has had cosmetic surgery. Like I said, everyone has an opinion and you have the choice to voice your opinion. But don't be so judgmental as far as the people who have had surgery. You don't know the reasons why they've had to have surgery. You don't know their before story. Just because they're sharing their after, you don't know what may have happened before to make them have that surgery. May have been a fight or something that happened when they were born. Anything. And, and now they just got the money and they want to have it done. So... That's their choice as a, an adult, as um American citizen. You have options and the options are limitless. We have so many things that we can do and so many choices that we can make in life. And if surgery is one of them, so be it. Like I said, we as Americans should not be so judgmental, but we are in these days and times because that's the way of life. But me firsthand going through this, I've let me go and back a little bit and explain why I decided to do surgery. I decided to personally have surgery because I looked in the mirror every day and decided that certain parts of my body were sexy. You know, like I said, you can, some women tend to compare themselves to women that are on TV. And when we do that, we tend to say, oh, I wonder if I go have surgery, if I can look like that. No, you may not look exactly like that person after surgery, but you will be as close as possible to looking that way. And guaranteed, there are steps. I mean, I I was, I want to say, 230, maybe 250. Maybe not that big, but I was a big girl. And even after surgery, I was still in the 200s. I was not, it's not like they did an amazing, took a, an, an, an enormous amount of fat from me, but they did take a lot of fat and they took my stomach because I did have a tummy tuck. So they did take majority of my, my stomach off. I tell women this all the time, please, if you're going to go to the Dominican Republic, please, or Colombia, please, please, please do your research on your doctors. I I've researched my doctor for five years and 
Due to my stupidity, at the, at the last minute, I changed and went to another doctor. A doctor that I never, I looked up maybe a few times, maybe four or five times. And within about maybe six months. Whereas my first doctor that I picked, I've been following her and monitoring her for over five years. Before I even decided to do the surgery. And when I did decide to change and and go to this certain doctor, I was not the same anymore. My, I okay. Let me go back. Okay, I had to take a pause on that last episode because <laughs> noise in the background as usual. <laughs> Kids, they can't live with them. Can't live without them. <laughs> Cause you know, you know me. You know I had to touch on that topic for. A quick second. But anyway, I decided to switch doctors last minute when I got to Dominican Republic. And it was so wrong of me to do. And I stress this to women all the time. Please do not switch your doctors. Make sure you do your homework on your doctors. Make sure you know everything about your doctor as far as how many deaths they had, how many infections they've, they have caused. Um, you have to know these things. And I stress this to women all the time. Please do your homework. Okay. I went to DR and when I finally got to DR, I felt like my doctor could not make me look the way that I wanted my wish pick to look, which I women I they fail to realize a wish pick is is exactly that, a wish. You will never look that way. You will never achieve that goal. You are your best wish pick. You cannot go off of what someone else look like. You cannot say Oh, I want to look like this person because your doctor will not make you look like that. They will just try to get you as close as possible to looking like that person. But you will never be looking exactly like that person. That's a guarantee. I've learned from experience. So please listen to me out there in surgery world, podcast world. Listen, lend your ear, and I'm letting you know from experience. So, when I get there, I basically decided to switch my doctor. And when I decided to switch my doctor, my doctor, and I'm not going to name any names because I do not want to cause anybody to feel any type of way off of my podcast. I feel like if you want the information, you can definitely email me at Neem McBride at gmail.com. Email me and we can have definitely have a discussion. I can show you pictures. I am not ashamed of what I've been through, but I will definitely show you my before and my after pictures so you can see the difference. But well, I what I won't do is degrade the doctor that has done the surgery. I've already degraded him enough when I first came out of surgery. So Anyway, I decided to go to this doctor, and it's a male doctor. I switched from a female doctor to a male doctor, and when I went to the male doctor, they are very aggressive. The female doctors are aggressive too, but the male doctors are very aggressive, and I 
I can't say I was dissatisfied with the way that he shaped me because he did do a great job with the way that he shaped me, but he did not do a great job with my tummy tuck and I woke up three times during surgery. All doctors don't offer the blue pill. So whoever told you that all doctors in DR or Cali, Columbia offer you the blue pills, all doctors don't go through that method. And I, I've experienced that firsthand. I did not get a blue pill. So on that note, like I said, I woke up three times during surgery. I didn't feel anything. I just felt like somebody was just tugging and pulling on my skin, like not a pinch, but just pulling on my skin. So that was different for me. And then after that experience, as far as waking up, when I go into recovery, the person that I went to the Dominican Republic with, I could not get in contact with because the doctor's office did not have any internet where the recovery rooms were. They only had internet downstairs. So me being a person that I am, I tried to get up, not realizing that I had no feeling in my leg and the nurse, which did not speak Spanish. And I tell women that all the time, please try your best to take a translator with you as far as on your computer or learn Spanish because it is very necessary when you are there. Um, they know some of them. I won't say all. Some of them don't know no English at all. And it's very hard and difficult to communicate with someone who doesn't speak your language and you don't speak their language. So I stress to people, if you don't know Spanish, if you don't want to learn Spanish, take a translator. So that way they can speak into the translator and then it can say whatever they're saying to you and then vice versa. Moving on. Uh, that was um, not being able to get in contact with um, my friend was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. The only people that I was able to contact with were my family because I were was able to f make a phone call. Um, but as far as FaceTime and all those things, I was not able to do that. So that's another stress that you would have on your mind while you're there if you don't choose the right doctor. Now, moving on, uh, I go to the recovery house. They're all great there. Um, then after I, I spend one night at the recovery house and the next day, I think I went to the doctor for a follow-up or two days later, excuse me, I went to the doctor's for a follow-up and um, when I get to the doctor's office he oh, opens my uh, the tape for the wound and he sees that my stitches are split um, do you think that he has said anything to me or said maybe we can stitch you back up no he closes the tape back up and act like there's nothing there lets me go home and everything exactly like that I'm trying to push forward and skip through a lot of the unimportant stuff. I mean, it's important, but it's unimportant and unofficial for this story right here. But I'm sharing my story and I have pictures to go along with it. So like I said, if you would like to hear 
for further details and would like for me to show you pictures, I don't mind. I will share every detail because I went through it. My email again is N as in Nancy, E as an elephant, E as an elephant, N as in Nancy, McBride, M as in monkey, C as in cat, B as in bird, R as in rat, I as in igloo, D as in dog, and E as in elephant at iCloud.com. Contact me anytime and I will definitely reply in a timely manner, provided that I'm not busy, you know. So that way I can answer any questions that you guys may have. Um, now, like I was saying, back to him, my doctor in DR. I basically, long story short, I flew back from Dominican Republic back to New York with a compression garment. And by the time I got to West Virginia, which was where I was living in Charleston, West Virginia at the time, my stomach was so bloated, like a blowfish, like it, I don't know, it was just horrible. A lot of fluids retained, I squeezed it, I had my sister send me needles so I can retract it and pull it out myself. It was a horrible experience. And if you don't know about surgery or the surgery world, you have to do your homework and you have to school yourself on the right things to do and the proper procedures to go through in order to have a great surgery, a great post-op surgery, a great, it's just a lot of things because even afterwards you're still healing and these are steps you have to go through to make sure that you're surgery is healing properly and that's that's involving the massages that you have to go through now massages that you have to go through is lymphatic massages and they're not they feel good but they hurt so good the pain that you feel after liposuction is like someone drags you across hot coal for a whole day that's how my back felt when i was done Okay, we're going to jump forward a few steps. Um, it was a good and bad experience for me. Why I say it was a good experience for me is because I did not come out with results that I did not want. And, and I did. So it's a, a win-lose situation. It's like being that I switched doctors, I didn't... I. Got the shape that I wanted, but I didn't get the results that I wanted as far as my healing is concerned. I have to go back, if that makes sense. I have to go back and I have to have a tummy tuck revision because the first doctor ruined my stomach so badly. My belly button is way lower than where, where it's supposed to be, so I have to have these things done. Like I said, I will I am willing and ready to share my story. I'm not ashamed. I am I will cover up the areas that needs to be covered up so that I can share my story with you guys. Um that was the only hiccup that I've had 
that occurred during the surgery is the fact that my stitches reopened during the tummy tuck, which caused me, I thankfully, I did not have no major infections. The only thing, the infection that I ended up with was a staph infection, which my PCP, a lot of people don't know what PCP is, but it's your primary care physician. So when I went to my doctor, when I came back to the States and I went to my doctor, I ended up basically with a staph infection, which is not bad. It's could have been worse. So that's why I tell you ladies and men, do your homework. Don't just say you want to have surgery and then jump to it and do it. You have to take the time out to learn about your doctor, learn about their requirements, learn about your body and what you need as far as your BMI and your iron and your B12, all of that. You, It's a lot to this surgery world. You have to be on your vitamin intake, your iron intake. You have to do these things. And these are the steps that will get you ready for when you do go for surgery. These are the steps that you will have to take. Um, it's a lot to it. <laughs> I'm here for ladies that want has questions. I'm still learning myself. I am, I am in the learning process, still in the learning process, but I have surgery sisters and dolls that have been there for me and we still speak to this day. Um, I've met a lot of people and they, I didn't even realize that I had a little, you know, fan base on Instagram. And when I went to the doctors, they, ah, you sunshine. Yes, I am. <laughs> I thought that was too cute because she knew she knew me. Ow! <laughs> so, y'all just understand that I'm sharing my story with you guys as far as the surgery world is concerned. So that... Many women or men that may want to go have surgery and don't know how to go about it may have questions that they may want to ask me or may not. You may have an opinion. I'm off open for everything, but because you know you know me, please take the time out to listen, share, and give me your advice. Thank you, and y'all have a great day out there in COVID world.